0: You're listening to the A to Z of Spirituality by Divine Soul Yolandi Bosov. I am all about the spiritual shit. I work with lightworkers and starseeds who are ready to transform their lives and shine out there. I will be covering loads of topics relating to spiritual growth and week by week I will teach you what I have learned on my own journey so far. A journey of connecting with my sacred Mary Magdalene sisterhood, my cosmic lineage, my earth ancestors sacred sites around the world, and my own divine soul. So, if you're ready for some profound ideas and deep spiritual connection, make sure you join me today. Grab a cuppa and let's shine. Right, so today is Thursday.
1: I am going to talk today about the last few days in France and the trip and what happened there and some more of the things that basically became very obvious. So I don't know if you can hear it but we've got sunshine and rain today which is super cool. So yeah so it's beautiful. So the sun is shining, everything is super green and this rain is just blessing us again today. So I'm looking up at my skylights in my roof um, and listening to it. So I'm gonna have to try and talk over the rain but yeah I'm actually on my way to South Africa today. So yay. (laughs) Going to do a quick flash visit to the family because we won't be visiting in December. So um, school holidays start tomorrow. So we opted to actually go and visit everyone in South Africa. So it's going to be a super duper full week next week. But I'm looking forward to seeing some sunshine and hopefully getting some good family time in there. Okay, so basically... Last week, we worked with the altar and being on the altar, and like really working on stepping into that that next version of yourself so for me, that day shifted a lot because the way that I look at myself, it's almost like it completely did a double take and The thing is, what happened on that day was that i I've always known that about myself I've always known that I am the healer, but I never I never stepped into it properly. So you, I always felt like I was just dipping my toe into the ocean. And that day I really allowed myself to jump in there. Um, and the one thing that became very clear to me was after that was that there was so much mystery and so many hidden messages and things that I was, I was not opening myself up to. So last week I started speaking about the skull. I think I just mentioned that one of the ladies had the skull and I was like, i oh my God, I need this skull. So a few days before we went to the cave, I think it was maybe the day before we went to the cave, I said to the guy, I need a skull. Like within me, like I, I knew I needed a crystal skull. I don't know why I need the skull, but I need the skull. And the guy said to me, no, but listen, we're going to the market and you will be able to you know definitely there's lots of crystal sellers there and you will be able to find something actually it was the day we were going to those caves that i spoke about the altar caves and that morning literally we were about to leave and the crystal guys hadn't put their stuff out yet and we i think we had to be back by 10:30 or something like that to go to the other cave so we had to buy lunch there and everything and i was like running around in this market and i'm going The skull's supposed to find me, where's the skull? And as we were literally walking out, the guy was busy setting up his table and there were three skulls there. And I was like, I literally started shaking. I was like, fuck, it's there. So I walked up to the table and I found my skull. Like, you know, when you just go, that's mine. I just put my hand on this thing. So she's absolutely fabulous. I put my hands on her, and I could just, like, we just vibed together. It was like literally everything was just like, so it was incredible. And I didn't understand why the hell I felt so drawn to this, but she came with me to the Bethlehem Caves, and I, I blessed her there, and I charged her. You know, that night after we'd been there. So, like, I've had a whole process going with my skull. And I even named her. So, her name is Matilda. I have no idea why that gave up, but she's actually really powerful. So, it's a bit of a wimpy name for a powerful skull. So, yeah. So, the skull for me was significant because my story today starts with going to um, Rennes Le Chateau. And this was a church that was built on top of this hill. And This church is full of symbolism. So the master builders who created this church had put so much symbolism into this church. And it was almost like there were all these beautifully hidden messages all over the place there. And fantastic power spots and the way that the sunlight would hit. There was this one section where the sunlight would hit on one particular day in the year some of the windows, the stained glass windows that they created. And on top of the Jesus statue that they had, like a little one that they had there in the church, a red ankh would appear. So an Egyptian ankh would appear on this specific day at a specific time. And we actually met the people who were researching this place and they were um, telling us about this and they showed us photos of what this looks like. So there were so many hidden messages there. And for me, the whole theme of that day was about all of the hidden messages. And when I walked into the church, I found Mary Magdalene and the statue. And I'm going to show you now because I actually bought a replica of the statue while I was at this church. But at her feet, I don't know if you can see, is the skull. Okay. And I was like, ah, that's why I needed the skull. So the skull. <laughs> is the knowledge. It holds so much, and the skull is on top of an open book, okay? Now, a lot of the books in the churches are closed books, which means that you can't access the knowledge, but the skull with Mary Magdalene is on top of a open book, okay, the book is open, which means that we have access to the knowledge and we can actually go deeper into what we need to learn about ourselves, about the universe, etc. So the skull is giving us access to the book as well. Okay, so for me, that was really significant because I was starting to get very frustrated on the tour because of all the secrecy that all of these places and churches and groups and masons and everyone had been creating with this fear-ridden energy the whole time of like, you know, needing to hide shit. And I was just like, no, but the stuff needs to come out. And I almost felt like on that day that Mary Magdalene gave permission to me to actually go, but you can access this stuff. You have all of it within you anyway. And by connecting and finding and going down this labyrinth and the mazes and pulling at the threads, everything will come up anyway, exactly as you need to see it. So for me, it was really significant because I've been working with the Skull Energy now and I've had amazing experiences. It's almost like it's helped me to view my work and what I do in a completely different light. So where I was very one-dimensional before, it's actually expanded everything for me. And I will be talking a bit more about that in November when I'm back, just to explain to you guys how I'm expanding my work and what I'm going to be doing. But this allowed me to to really step into the next version of myself. Okay, so that was Rainy Chateau was just fabulous, and so many little things happened. But it's it's all stuff that also happened to other people, so I'm not going to share that with you guys. But it was really like one of those days. But something had happened to me a night or two before that. I had this really, really intense nightmare, and I was sharing a room with my bestie, and so I was in my bed, she was in her bed, and I had, was busy having this dream in my bed, and someone was holding me up against the wall and literally choking me, so I was like being held by the neck, and I couldn't breathe, and I was So petrified I was, absolutely, absolutely petrified and frozen in fear in this dream. And I remember it was like I woke up and I was trying to shout to her and tell her like she needs to help me. They're going to kill me, but I couldn't. And it was really hectic. And then eventually I managed to wake myself up, but I couldn't understand what it was. And when I when I said I said to Bart, who was running the trial, I said I had this really intense nightmare last night, and he just said he just gave me one line and he just said, well. There's information from the astrals that's coming through to you." And I was like, okay, and I just left it. I thought, okay, I will understand what I need to understand at some stage about this. So then, the day after Renle Chateau, we went to the caves of Mary Magdalene. So Renle Chateau is is on the mountain, and then if you directly look, you can look at Renle Chateau from these caves. So there's three caves. There's the cave that they call the Divine Feminine Cave. There's a Divine Masculine Cave. And there's what they call the Star Cave. So it's like a cosmic cave. And in each of these caves was basically where you can go into the caves and you can connect with the energy there and then see what comes up for you. So it was a lovely day because it was all about your journey. So there was no like guided meditations or anyone making you do anything. It was you going in and dealing with your stuff in the cave. So I was immediately, so we obviously had the option to go into any of the caves that we fancied, and I was immediately, I need to go into the divine feminine cave. It was just like, and it was such a mission to get up because you're literally like climbing up like this and the cave inside was also like womb-like shape, small and was really difficult to get in. But somehow I, w- I just managed to sort of run up and I w- went right to the back of the cave and I sat there and. a a whole bunch of the other girls also came in. And we sat there and I was just like, Whoa, I'm so uncomfortable. I was like literally like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Like I'm freaking out. What the hell is happening to me? And the good thing was because I was with my sisters, you know, I could just go, guys, something's happening and I don't know what's happening. And I felt like I was starting to choke and everything just started coming up and I like literally I couldn't breathe and I didn't understand what was happening. And Maggie, one of the, the beautiful women who was on the trip with us, she just came over to me. She literally like, don't know how the hell she did it. She like bounced over and she started helping me. So we basically cleared all of the energy there and she really helped me to release and everything. But it was so weird because I didn't get it at the minute when we were doing it. But afterwards thinking about it, it was, I was releasing that energy and that being throttled and being stopped from speaking my truth energy in that cave. So it was so profound for me because it was just this massive release of what my body was holding and my subconscious mind was holding about being stopped and about not being able to be fully, fully in my power. So it was such an incredible experience and I was so freaking grateful for having them there to hold space for me. So that for me was so important. These journeys are always like we're all together because we need to do stuff for each other. You know, at some stage, you're going to need my help. I'm going to need your help. Somewhere someone is going to be able to support someone and hold space for them, which is just absolutely beautiful. So then after that, I was like, okay, I need to get out of here. Let me go and get some fresh air. I climbed out the cave and I thought I'm going to go to the Star Cave. And the star cave was epic. I felt so much better. I felt, I literally, like, I felt like I'd this leash that was around my neck and my, my speaking fear just basically like left me. So it was so incredible. And then I got to the star cave and I, I went inside and I sat down and I thought to myself, I need to call in Mary Magdalene. So I need to connect with her energy and I need to feel what she feels like. And what is this about? Because, I mean, I've been on this tour and I've had snippets of her, but I I didn't feel like I'd done this, you know, like I've, like I took her in and I felt the energy. And for me, it's important because if I work with guides or anything like that, like I want to feel what it is that I'm experiencing, I want to make you part of me, because it is a part of you, guides are always for me, it's a part of you, it's an expression of your being, you know, and it's not to say that every guide you have, like I was Mary Magdalene in a past life or whatever, but the energy of her, you need to understand is like you're working with that energy, so if you work with the energy of Jesus, or you work with the energy of Mary Magdalene, or you work with the energy of Buddha, or Muhammad, or anyone, like of the the beautiful ascended masters out there. Like try and connect with that energy because that energy is, is what you need right now. That's what gives you strength. It's almost like something that you can draw off. So if you can think about it as this beautiful cosmic light that you can pull into your being and it gives you strength and it gives you direction and it gives you clarity and it just opens up you even more. So it's almost like it takes away that humanness of yours. So I had this amazing experience sitting there and absolutely just, I saw my entire being opening up and I just invited her in and I just wanted to feel what that energy was like. And for me, it was like this amazing, beautiful, light blue energy that just came into my being and it just went, it just filled me up and it made me so happy. And it was It was like she had this incredible way of making you accept yourself. It was like everything was just like, it was, everything is good. So it was that fantastic energy of acceptance of like nothing is not good enough. And it was magic. So I was like, even thinking about it now, I'm like, "Ah." that was so beautiful. So for me, that merger with that energy was just like shit. I could feel it. It was there. It really, really mattered. And then obviously, like the minute I finished, I felt like I was so light. Like it was this beautiful, expansive light energy and then had a few really funny moments with some of the girls dancing around and just being completely crazy. And then I thought to myself, but I'm not drawn to the divine masculine cave, but I know I need to go there. And the thing is, I've been speaking a lot in the last few weeks about, about the fact that I don't ever want the divine feminine to be raw, you know, I want, in my heart, I feel there needs to be the merger. And I decided then let me go to the cave and I was all by myself. And I walked in and it was a beautiful cave. It was all open and and really, like these beautiful holes coming through and everything, and I just walked in and I started touching the walls, and I started connecting with it, and I was I was stood there, and I was presenting my connection with the divine feminine to the divine masculine, and I was literally like introducing the two energies and going, "I need you two to work together." There needs to be no strife. There needs to be no fighting. It just needs to be a merger of these two energies. And it was such a beautiful experience because it was like, I just went in there. I was not, I was not fighting with the divine masculine. I was not resentful. I was not angry. I was not cross. There was no negative emotions, but it was like a, let me present this to you and let's be an acceptance of each other and how we can work together. So for me that was such a beautiful moment where I just managed to get both of those things together and I just felt like it completed the journey for me because it was like, ta-da, here we are and we are together now and I can be in balance because I'm not fighting you anymore and I'm not fighting me anymore. So I thought that was really, really quite profound for me. So We were almost at the end of the tour by then, and we had a beautiful afternoon going for lunch and just walking around and just having a really nice time together. And then that night I had this incredible dream where I was in a cave with Mary Magdalene, and there were 12 other women in the cave, and we all sat in this circle. And she was in this cave, and she she had this big jar with this beautiful oil in it and I remembered like smelling it and and it made me think of the rose oil um that I got in Egypt when I visited there and she took this oil and she basically anointed everyone in the circle so just like through it over. and it was such a beautiful dream and I was like oh this is so wonderful and I was so happy because it felt like I'd really you know like when I woke up I was all like oh this is so fantastic this like the smell and how it felt and this whole experience with her in this cave and and it was almost like it was just it was okay to be you it was okay to be this beautiful woman and just be with all these other beautiful women and we're all like shining and just smelling fabulous and just being awesome and then we had the last day of our tour and it was it was like everyone's like shit we don't want this to end and it was really quite sad but obviously by that stage also missing family and stuff and you, and you you knew it had to end at some stage. So we ended off our tour. There's two mountains in that area, some Mount Bukharaj which I spoke about which is the star mountain um, and it's got a, a masculine energy attached to it and then there's Mount Kodoo. Now Mount Kodu is more the feminine energy attached to it so you've got both it's beautiful masculine and feminine energy that's in this region. So we went to the feminine mountain and there was this lovely park. There was a river running and there was a park. It's very overcast on the day and stuff, but still beautiful, a little bit cold and we all got to create a circle. So we sat in this fantastic circle, all of us, and then Michelle who was leading the the um, the tour as well, she then did our closing ceremony and We all sat there and, and we were in our circle and she started the meditation. And as she started the meditation, she started with inviting in Mary Magdalene and then she started with the rose oil. And I was like, I just started bawling. I was like, (sighs) this is like, it was, it was like my dream right there. So it was so beautiful. See, I'm all teary eyed. I'm missing that day so much. It was so incredible and it was just this fantastic finish to the trip and we finished the meditation it was very powerful for me I again started really working with the earth energies and like pulling up that energy and just like started playing with the energies and stuff so that's going to be something you're going to hear me talk a lot about and I'm probably going to be spending a lot of time in stone circles with you guys going forward I'm I'm dying to go and do some lives in stone circles and make you connect with the energy that's there. But we all then dispersed and had a bit of quiet time before we were going to leave. And one of the ladies went into the foresty bit that we had there in this park. And I saw this little boy on a bike. He was small. He was probably about five or six. His little helmet on and he's like there and he's waving at us and he's like missioning into the forest. And then I saw Sonata busy talking to him. And then like... I see she's talking to him and then he gets on his bike and he rides on really quickly and then a few minutes comes back again and he's got this big mat with him and he's busy like showing it. and I'm thinking I wonder what's happening there but you know we're all busy with our own thing and stuff and then she like it's a, a little while late and she calls us all back and she's like I have to tell you guys what just happened and it was such a, a cool thing. So basically she was standing there and the little boy came to her and he said to her, she needs to help him find the butterflies. And because it was an overcast day, she she said, but the butterflies are, they sleeping. And the other butterflies are probably because they need to be in the sun. Butterflies like the sun. So the butterflies are sleeping. So he's like, no, no, you have to come and help me find the butterflies. I know where the butterflies are. You have to come and help me. And that's why he then went to go and, and fetch his map. And she was the whole time, no, but they need the sunlight and, and everything. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then he said to her that you have to go and wake up the butterflies because the butterflies have to wake up so that they can go to the sunlight then. And she was like, okay, got the map, took her to the butterflies, and then they did their thing there. And she came back, and she just had the penny drop. And he was wearing a little T-shirt, and on the T-shirt were – it was a circle, and the circle had 13 stars in it. We were 13 people on our – a to tour and it said universal and it was just like so amazing because it was this message about how these 13 stars go out into the world to wake up the butterflies and I thought to myself check me I'm bawling again so it's like it's so important to realize that there are all these beautiful butterflies that needs to be woken up and It starts with each and every one of us to wake up butterflies. (laughs) So, I think the message of this whole tour is about us waking up butterflies. And this is not just me waking up butterflies. Every single one of you waking up butterflies. Every person out there is a butterfly. And the butterflies need to go to the sun. They need to go to the light. So, for me, it was like... The mission is, and it was such a confirmation about the work that I'm wanting to do, where I am going, what I am doing, what everyone else is busy doing. It's about just touching them. You don't need to do anything with the butterflies. Just touch them, they'll wake up, and they'll do what they need to do. Okay. So for each and every one of you who are basically in this space of understanding that your light matters, okay, that what you do, what you bring to the world, even if it's not on a massive stage or there's billions of people who follow you or whatever, the point is you need to bring your light, you need to wake up the butterflies and that's the thing. Because for every butterfly you wake up, there's a ripple effect, okay. When they start opening up their wings, things happen. So it's so much bigger than what you can even imagine and don't underestimate being in your power and don't underestimate being in your truth okay because by being in your truth by being the best version of yourself for yourself and for no one else you inspire the butterflies okay you make them want you touch them in some way you make them want to wake up you make them want to be a better person you make them want to be the light okay and that's what all of this is about. It's just, for me, it's, it's like it becomes so so simple each day. Like even this morning when I was meditating, I was there and I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, I've got plans again and I'm launching stuff again and da, 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 And I could feel like my, my being go, and then as I meditated, everything just went, Ooh. okay. So just be calm, be in your energy, be who you are. And that's all you need to do stuff in the world. You don't need to make it complicated. You don't need to make it stressful. You just need to make it calm. You just need to make it work for you. Okay, so be in your energy. Be in that flow. Because that resistance and that stress and everything that that we create is just so unnecessary and it stops us from just making things happen. Okay, so I think what I want to do today is I'd just like to... Bring in the energy of Mary Magdalene for you guys and just be in that energy of acceptance of exactly where you are right now, knowing that your role in the butterfly world is so valid. Like everyone's role is valid. Like every single person matters. You matter. I matter. Everyone matters. But until we start accepting ourselves and just really being in that space of loving ourselves and understanding that we are good enough to do this work, okay? We are good enough to be us because that's basically what it is. You just need to be you, do you, and that's all the universe wants because the more you do you, the more you're waking up the butterflies. But if you're trying to be someone else, if you're trying to be someone who's needing to live up to an expectation, if you're working from a place of fear or resentment or anger or any of those negative aspects, then you can't be you. And all we want to do is we just want to go back to that. And the thing is that your journey is cyclical. Every iteration, every cycle you go through the whole thing, okay, you have to go through the rebirth, you have to go through the growth aspects, and there's going to be pain with the growth, and there's going to be joy with the growth, and then you basically, you close out the cycles, but you have to keep on, it's this whole cyclical thing, so just be in that energy, okay, so let me just take you in now, just for a few minutes, and we can just go and be with Mary Magdalene now that i've cried enough for all of you guys again and <laughs> like i'm going to stop doing lives now so i can stop crying so much okay so let's just be in this energy and just breathing in
2: and breathing out and breathing in and breathing out And visualize yourself now sitting in this beautiful cave with me. It's very light. It's got a big entrance to the outside world. You can see everything you need to see. There's no darkness. It's basically the side of this cliff that's a massive overhang. And we're just being in this energy. Being in the caves connect us so deeply to Mother Earth as well. It amplifies the beautiful energies and it just holds this space. It's like a beautiful womb that you get to just sit and bask in the energy. And we're just going to call in beautiful Mary Magdalene right now. ni ni alara no En nian ki tyylarannekisi te nati auna. En nian maen sekiya ina mainia sekia on ei seriautele aana. sekreti latessa treenata Ande nati na un nam niagam na uni na unayanam no na uni yam mu O sevarsiate, tai alara niyatekiya, so grase ki alara machoku sevarsiate, ate ki alara And as you sit there, I want you to focus on your heart now. Go to the middle of your chest, and in there. Visualize this beautiful light blue light. We're gonna start expanding that outwards now. Kuri Sati Laniaka Yama Visualize yourself expanding that to the north, to the south, the east and the west. Just take that energy out. But don't go too far. Just a few meters from your body and just sit in that energy. And what that energy represents now is the energy of acceptance, the energy of unconditional love, the energy of joy, the energy of grace, the energy of bliss, The energy of connection, the energy of expansion, the energy of everything you need right now. It's the energy of magic, the ability to unlock within you exactly what you need right now. But through acceptance of where you stand in your journey at this point in time any ideas that you hold about not being good enough, any ideas that you hold about not being smart enough, about not being enough, I invite you now to hand that over. I invite you to just take the pain out, unleash that, just let it go. By you not letting go, Of those feelings you're not allowing yourself to step into acceptance when the divine thinks of you and connects with you there's no judgment there's only love all you want to do is be in acceptance so be in acceptance just be tri la ya mate laria tavara seko there's no how to releasing we uncreate and destroy any of these feelings that you hold within your being right now ata kia la ramashokuru sia lava sekiya yanata I invite in the feeling of acceptance ko la rama sekiyatataia larato expand that within your being ko la ramashokuru sia lava se. Ampete kialara ni shakiyalara mashuko asalara vaeka inlara mashurata ya naka yalararato samaya se ambmba larato ya mate kialararato ya vaseki andnda natata o seanda and we're strengthening your light yaya mati nakahi es yavara ko yalara shevrasi. Oh, miasekutianate avarasi lakiata. Just allowing yourself to be in your beautiful energy, your energy, your light, your magnificence, your absolute amazing love that you hold within your being. That love that you hold for yourself, first and foremost. Osi vate nakiama and now she pours the beautiful blessings over your crown allowing that rose oil to just run through your being now smell feel see okore anitia maniana oina Nani anao ni amaho ni me anao iam bao varasiate ampe kiata ya Take your arms and give yourself the most magnificent hug. And thanking yourself and your soul, your higher self, all of your guides for being the most beautiful, amazing and exquisite soul. Thank yourself for being you. lucky matiyana yato, And seal all of that love within your being today. Be with yourself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just gently feeling yourself connected again to Mother Earth. Watching yourself grow those roots right down into the middle, all the way down to the center of the Earth. Secure and anchor yourself making sure that you are grounded back in your body. kamala Okay, and when you're ready, open up your eyes and just come back. Okay.
1: I hope you enjoyed that. Oh, man. I think I could just go and lie down now and just have a bit of a Yeah, maybe a moment in the sun after this. Okay, so that was France. I think I'm just so filled with gratitude. So all these emotions about like how happy I am that I went and that I did this for myself and that I get to share it with you guys as well. So, I mean, that's just fantastic. So, yeah, so next week I'll be floating around in South Africa in between cities and stuff. And then the week after I'll be back. I haven't yet decided what the theme is for the the next live, but I'm sure it will come to me. So, yeah. So, just have an absolutely beautiful weekend
2: and just stay in this energy of acceptance, guys. It's like the more you work with that, and the more you are in that space of just understanding how amazing you are, just be in that. Shit, man, it's amazing. Like it will change your life. So. Love you guys a lot.
1: Yeah, I was so blessed that I could share the journey with you. It's really been amazing. So, yeah. So, if there's anything you want to ask more, whatever, like pop me a message. But, yeah, just thank you so much. And I'm sending so much love and so much blessings to all of you guys. And I've got some super duper exciting news for new stuff happening this year, which I will not share with you today, even though, like, I'm going. (laughs) But yeah, I will share it when I get back and once I've wrapped my head around my new creation. So, okay. So, so much love. Thank you so much for everything and we'll speak
2: soon.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the A to Z of spirituality. If you've learned anything or got some great value from the episode today, please leave me a five-star review. This really does help me to grow and to climb up the charts much faster. The more listeners we get, the more people we reach on this journey of soul awakening. So have a blessed day and thanks for being part of my journey.